0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 50 of the Holding Court podcast. Today we're talking about a little travel disaster that I had. We'll share how you can raise money for the Justin Turner Foundation in a really cool way and we'll give our thoughts on those highly anticipated City Connect jerseys. All coming up right now on Holding Court.
1: Boom! Boom!
0: Can you take me seriously with my new gallon jug of water that I carry around?
1: Not really, but I am proud of you. You've gotten through two days and, well, you claim you finished it. I haven't been here to to see the bottom of it.
0: You just see it refilled in the fridge?
1: Yeah, so it almost makes me think you just like leave it in the fridge, but... So now, I, now I'm actually seeing you actively drink it.
0: See, you see me right here, my line. So obviously you can't see the bottle, but I ordered this bottle on Amazon. It was what $14. I feel like I drink a lot of water, but I never know. I don't track it. Like you always say you crush water. You say you'll sit during the game or like before the game and you're, you're like, I crushed nine waters. But do you really know how much you're drinking in a day?
1: I don't know how many it is, but it feels like nine because every time, well, pre COVID, when we come off the field every time, like the trainers have like cups of water, but now with COVID, it's there's like a no, marathon where you just like yeah. someone's
0: handing you a little waxed. There's cup. There's no
1: like community cups, so now there's an ice chest of water bottles, and you have to just like grab. You don't have to. It's not like a, it's not like a <laughs> requirement. <laughs> well, it's not like a annoyance, like. Yeah, it's easy. The ice chest is right there and you just grab a bottle of water and drink it. And I think during the game, I probably drink at least four or five bottles of water.
0: I know I will say COVID made a lot of people go back to single use plastics. I know even like the grocery stores were not allowing anyone to bring in their bags. But so I got this bottle on Amazon. It got me. I know Amazon is the worst, but it is a gallon it's 128 ounces. So you're supposed to calculate your water. It used to be, what, eight glasses a day of eight ounces or something, which is nothing, really. No so you idea. multiply your weight by two-thirds, so a little math mm-hmm. for you. Um, but if you're working out, you have to add 12 ounces for every 30 minutes that you're working out. So mine came out to a little under a gallon, around a gallon. It just depends if I'm doing longer runs which I'm normally not but so this trusty little sidekick its not an ad again if they want to sponsor me they can but it has a line like a 7 a.m line and 9 a.m line 11 1 p.m 3 p.m 5 p.m 7 p.m 9 p.m so you're supposed to kind of drink it throughout the day but it is absurd and I almost feel like you bring it places so people ask you about it like oh I see you looking at my water bottle here let me tell you about it and then you send them the Amazon link
1: and then they buy it. Well, it's not a small bottle. It's not. All. There's nothing discreet about it. And next to <laughs> all the times, it's like, good morning. Hydrate yourself. Remember your goal. Keep chugging. You're feeling <laughs> awesome. Don't give up. You almost finished. You did it. I mean, it's just I know, an and the paracord
0: on top. And I was doing curls with it the other day.
1: Wow, multipurpose.
0: I've... Anyways, uh, I have some really, really exciting news. It's not news. It shouldn't be news, but we, uh, this is episode 50.
1: Oh, wow. I had no idea.
0: Do we just throw it in at this point and right off into the sunset?
1: No, I think people enjoy it. (laughs) I think people enjoy listening to it. I get a lot of good feedback. I know you get a lot of good feedback.
0: So I initially did this not like thinking anyone would listen. I know we said we started it just kind of randomly, you got me the equipment because I had talked about it. it was kind of a call out of, okay, you want to do a podcast? Let's do it. Yep. We hit record the first episode. I talked about the marathon, little preview. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And I really honestly didn't think, I didn't really know what to expect because I feel like there's just so many podcasts now. I don't, I don't really know what our podcast is about. It's, very Dodger heavy, I feel like, which was not my original intention, but I don't, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. And I will say I was very, very surprised when we had our wives mystery bag fundraiser at the number of people that came up to me and said, I love your podcast or we just listened to the episode driving in today. And I still, yeah, I don't know. I just can't believe it. People are listening.
1: <laughs> so you're saying that there's a lot more people listening than you thought were even listening.
0: Well, obviously I get the numbers every week or the episodes or I see the reviews coming in, but I don't know. I feel like meeting people in person or I don't know. It's probably for you I'm like comparing my podcast career to your career. But when you first started getting like really recognized by people, when you were out, you're probably like, "Oh shit! Like I'm a name. Like I'm not a name in the podcast world. <laughs> like let's not get that twisted." I was wearing a jersey that said "Turner" on my back, so it definitely helps people identify who I am and all of that. But you just really, I don't know. You don't know who's who's there and who's paying attention. And I'm sure a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm listening to the podcast," but then people will tweet little like inside jokes from episodes, and that's really cool because then. They're not just saying they're listening. They're actually listening. So hi, everyone that's listening.
1: (laughs) If you want to understand the language between Dodger Blue and Court on Twitter, you have to listen to the (laughs) podcast because it's all inside podcast jokes, I feel like.
0: It's true. And it is 50 episodes. It's a lot of reflection. And I know I've mentioned it before, but this is really terrifying for me. (laughs) Obviously, episodes where it's you and I is easier because we have regular conversation but it's a lot it's a lot for me to ask people to come on the show i did send out a little poll of who people wanted on the show and i am actually surprised at how much poll these people think that i have and you have for guests we got some pretty who is the
1: craziest ask i think i saw michelle Obama's one
0: obama was on there vin scully that's i mean that would be incredible there's just, there was a lot. Let me flip through some of these. It's a lot of players, a lot of players and their wives. We want a lot of couples episodes. Uh, Yeah, I don't know.
1: We haven't done a couples episode yet, have we? We've talked about it.
0: No, we haven't.
1: We talked about having Chase and Jen on.
0: Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. There's a lot of people on here. Uh, so many Vin Scully's. People just want to hear Vin's voice again, yeah. obviously. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I'll post some of these, but it's I don't know. it's it's hard for me to ask people to come on the show. I feel like it's similar to asking a friend for a ride to the airport. Like, Do you want to come on the podcast? But it can be like <laughs> mutually beneficial, and obviously we can give someone the space yep. to promote if they have a charity event coming up or anything. It's just hard for me. I'm not a I don't like to ask for help. I don't like to ask people for things. So it's been a challenge on top of my fear of doing the show, asking people to come on the show is also terrifying.
1: Yeah, I don't, I'm the same way. I don't like asking people to do stuff for me. I don't like asking, like even, you know, our golf tournament that we do, like going around and asking guys to like sign jerseys for the auction, like that just like cringes me. (laughs) Even though, like any to anyone who brings something to me, I'm like absolutely, and I sign everything. Why
0: do you think that is, though? You just don't don't know.
1: I just not. I don't like don't like putting someone out. I guess or yeah, like taking up some time because I know. I mean, it's not. It's ten seconds, but right. This is a bigger commitment. (laughs) Yeah, this is a bigger commitment, but I just don't like asking. It's not that I don't like it. It's just uncomfortable asking for people's time because I I see how much stuff like guys get asked to do all the time, right? And so it's like adding on to the list of stuff that they're doing,
0: right? That makes sense. But I feel like yeah, you always make yourself available for other guys and what they need in their events. So yeah,
1: for sure. It's still weird. Still awkward.
0: I also think our like the podcast is like so rinky dink, and I I don't know. I feel. Like, I'm asking them to be on something that's not that grand. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm curious, like, what, like, people, like, what they're feeling. Because, like, when I get asked to be on a, someone's podcast or intentional talk or whatever, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, okay, oh, this is awesome, like, oh, I got asked to do this one, like whatever, you know, there's different levels of like excitement. Yeah, do you think the so, Holding like, Court
0: podcast is like bottom of the barrel? I don't know. Like,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like when you, like we had Brad Paisley on, who's a huge Dodger fan. Right. But like when he comes on our podcast, and obviously we've gotten to know Brad over the years, like... Is he like super fired up to like be on our podcast? (laughs) He actually
0: did seem fired up. He was talking to us about like tech and like he went and got like his special mic and he was like doing sound check and like.
1: Yeah. So it's just, I feel like there's always like different levels of excitement. I just don't know which level people are at when they're coming on our podcast.
0: Our podcast.
1: I mean your podcast. I'm just here. I'm kidding. Sorry. it's
0: become you've kind of just like wedged yourself in there that's like
1: my pet peeve when <laughs> people talk about their their team their favorite team oh, they're we like do. oh we just, we suck today i'm like we you out there you, <laughs> you got have a mouse. mouse in your pocket <laughs> i know
0: we talk about that all the time it's it's funny I'll, i'm guilty of it too but
1: sorry your podcast
0: I don't know whose it is at this point. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna work on guests. I'm gonna conquer my fear. I think it's important to do something that scares the shit out of you at least once a week. And that's this podcast. <laughs> that's a lot, for me. I feel like.
1: Really? Once a week, something that scares the shit out of you, like You'll well this jump out of a plane bungee no, jump like, like what just, are we talking about i don't about know
0: here? maybe reach just out something to something out yeah. of your
1: comfort zone you mean yes not, sca- not scares the shit out of you but something that's oh this out of scares your, the
0: shit out of me well
1: i understand but something that's a little bit out of your comfort zone i agree you should try to push yourself try
0: a pottery class i don't know yeah maybe that doesn't scare whatever. the shit out
1: of you. <laughs> no but it's out of, it's probably out of everyone's comfort some wild zone,
0: ceramics like, yeah it's true. Well, it, it's been a, a minute, not too long since we were last here. We had a road trip. I did some we. <laughs> I was on the road trip. <laughs> well, I actually we, went...
1: I forgot the podcast equipment <laughs> okay. on the road trip. That's so true. And it we, is we. So when we didn't put out an episode, it was my fault.
0: But as the producer <laughs> of the show and the writer and the content creator, i we could have done yeah, an episode about... <laughs> We could have done an episode through Zoom or f- it's just, I care so much about the audio quality. I've, I know that's a big thing with podcasts and I remember that one episode. Don't let me forget <laughs> Yeah, where we no had some rough audio. That was the,
1: the Maddie Kelly one, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. But I just feel like it's worth it to hold off and have our true equipment. I really, it's not easy to bring this stuff around. Well, the podcast itself, the soundboard fits in a hard case, which would be easy. Could you imagine me going through the airport with this stuff? I feel like it's probably similar to the the backstage guys, what they have to travel with, or even Sue, if he has all his different cameras and his lenses, but the mics and the mic stands don't really have a case. So maybe I need another case and then I'll Kevin McAllister it with like one case on each side.
1: And we'll make a point that your co-host sitting over here was not on the episode with the bad sound. Just saying. Anyways, yeah, it is a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. The mic stands are the heavy thing. They're so heavy. They like 15 I wonder pounds.
0: if I can get, I don't know. I, I got to figure it out. We, we got to be able to take the show on the road more than we, we do. We need
1: to figure out the little handheld one like yeah. that Vasse uses, but I don't want to ask I don't want to do anything, anything that Vasse does. I know, right?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I didn't even join you on.
1: Maybe we should have Vasse on. Our podcast.
0: (laughs) Then we'll see how many listeners we have for that episode. We'll We'll be able to gauge if if people are listening. We'll be able to gauge if people are listening no matter who's on the show or if they actively avoid a Dave Vasse episode.
1: I think he would be like.
0: Jazz to be on the. See, for him, this might be like skyscraper.
1: He would be. He might be like,
0: wow, this is a big opportunity. A kid
1: in a candy store.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. He might try to take over the show, though. So I don't know.
1: No, no. But he will try to like jab and and talk some smack.
0: Okay, we'll see. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I, no one suggested him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on I, I just suggested him.
0: I know, but on in terms of the guests that were. I mean suggested, I think everyone
1: hears him enough. You it's am sure available. everyone listens Dodger, to Dodger Talk. Talk. He's a sideline reporter. Of you Wendy. say, I'm
0: sure everyone listens to Dodger Talk, but I don't know.
1: I didn't say, I'm sure they listen to Dodger Talk. I said, I'm sure they listen to Dave enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you actually said they listen to Dodger Talk. But <laughs> oh, maybe.
1: Rewind the tape.
0: Uh, I'll cut that out. So I actually went to a wedding in Monterey. So like more Northern California for those that aren't familiar And it was a wedding, a girl from high school. Actually, our moms had graduated high school together. So like very intertwined lives. And I had quite the travel snafu coming back from this wedding. You did? You don't remember that I, oh, I don't know, went to the wrong airport. Oh, yeah, I do remember
1: that. (laughs) Well, I mean, that wasn't, you went to the wedding in Monterey and then you planned an extra day or two up to Napa, right? With another friend. And then you had to rush back down here cause you were going to try to get on a flight the next day to go to New York and you ended up going to the wrong airport and.
0: <laughs> you want to tell you were there. It sounds like you were there.
1: Okay. You tell it.
0: No, I wasn't rushing. I. So Uber obviously has been so rough lately for whatever reason. I don't know what's going on with them. I actually like despise Uber. Sorry, Uber. Sorry if you have stock in Uber, but it's, I just don't love it. If I can walk somewhere or drive myself, I'd much prefer that. But I scheduled my Uber, which seems to be more helpful for getting rides to the airport, scheduling it the night before. They give you more wait time. The driver that's picking you up will be able to see what, where your destination is. So I feel like a lot of times with Uber, the canceling is they'll pick you or they'll go to pick you up and then they'll see it's somewhere they don't wanna go. And so they just leave and cancel. So they obviously knew I was going to, now I don't even know, San Francisco airport. So from Napa, scheduled it, ready to go. I was so early, it was unbelievable. I was gonna have an hour and a half when I got to the
1: airport. Mm -hmm extremely not like her
0: yeah I had a book I was ready I had a pillow and a blanket I was gonna post up and it was gonna be great so I'm about 10 minutes from San Francisco airport and for whatever reason on the southwest boarding pass the airport is really small under like the gate and the time like it's really little it just says SFO like very tiny or obviously didn't say SFO or that would have saved me up And I'm realizing as I'm 10 minutes away from the airport that I'm not going to the right airport, but I didn't want to tell the Uber driver because he was already, we already got to know each other very well. This wonderful man from Jamaica, he lived in San Francisco for 16 years. He was telling me after this drive that he was going to go to his job in San Francisco. So like the ride worked out perfectly. So I didn't have the heart to tell this guy. Like, P.S., bang a left, we actually need to go to Oakland. Mm -hmm. And so I just ended up doing the whole song and dance. Got out of the car. Thank you. I'm going to have a great flight. Like, went in the airport. And then I was like, shit. (laughs) So (laughs) I go on my phone. There were no Ubers. Or like, there was some crazy, it was like, here's a $4 million Uber X if you want to go. And obviously, I'm cheap. So I'm like, no chance. Let's go to Lyft. So I grab a Lyft and it's all the like ride share to like get to the ride share spots at airports. Now it's like this crazy, like go down this hall, go up to level four B and then cross the bridge and get down. And then you're in the parking lot and then find. So it was a whole amazing race. I get the guy. I was like, Oh, my flight got canceled. Like, I couldn't just tell the guy I messed up. I can't admit <laughs> my failure. I couldn't tell my friend initially in the Uber that I had messed up. And So I just say, oh, they canceled my flight. I'm trying to get on a flight in Oakland. But then I should have been said I'm in a hurry. My flight that I need to catch is coming up. But I didn't say that. I get there, got bless up TSA pre-check. That has been the biggest blessing in my entire life is the TSA pre-check. Zipped through security. I'm at my gate. I'm waiting. I still have 10 minutes.
1: You didn't have to check a bag, right? Or you Uh, did check a bag? No, I did. Oh, wow.
0: I checked a bag. Uh-huh. Because I flew Jet Suite X, which is, I don't even want to tell people about that because I don't want people to book up all those flights. But mm-hmm. it's, a, it's like the Southwest of like flying a beautiful private experience, but like the prices are ridiculous. Like I think I paid less for that flight up there for like the 30-seater than I paid for my Southwest flight to go back home. Yeah. Sidebar. So I had my bag because they're with that oh, yeah, like yeah, it's free right. bags so i'm like whatever i'll just check a bag and yeah so checked the bag got to my gate had all the time in the world it was and then i think you were mad that it worked out i think you're always mad when it worked out
1: it yeah, works out because you never learn your lesson even though this time you were trying to get there early which is the only reason it worked out for you okay so but think maybe you should learn your maybe lesson I should that not early is better go
0: early because it
1: no you would have missed your flight <laughs>
0: But it didn't do anything positive for me. It did. I had it to gave pay for you, two Uber rides.
1: But it gave you enough time to go to a completely different airport on the other side of the bay and be on time for the flight that you thought was going out of San Francisco.
0: I'm just, I, you know, if not for the thrill, then why are we doing it? You know, oh, it was just.
1: That's your that's your once a week <laughs> scare the shit out of you moment. <laughs> yes, do the- something <laughs> once a week that
0: scares the shit. Go to the wrong airport just for fun. And, and then call a lift. Don't just do
1: that in LA. Don't go to John Wayne and then try to get to LAX. It'll I be mean, four this was
0: rushed morning, like San Francisco traffic. I had a morning flight. Yeah. So, you're wild. Most people, I think, would have just sat down and cried. Like they would have got into San Francisco airport and just sat on the floor with their bag and just wept.
1: I think you've done it. Sounds like you've done that
0: before. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have time for that because I was flying on a red eye that evening to philly. philly i just didn't have time i know i only had time to do one mess up couldn't cry you can't cry you have to just keep going
1: yeah your your week has been crazy yeah travel
0: it's been wild how was philly and new york what do you, what's your overall
1: well i was a uh, bona fide hitting coach on that road trip because i had a little growing tweak so growing growing groin groin groin
0: wait say it again
1: i mean everyone <laughs> says growing no one says groin <laughs>
0: wait 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 because you get on me about milk which is a-
1: milk <laughs> with an e
0: Melk. wait say it one more
1: <laughs> growing
0: is there an ing on the
1: end it sounds like it doesn't it
0: Growing, I have never known no I had one never says thought groin. I so many grown ass men would be talking about my husband's groin in a public setting this week. I don't <laughs> I don't know if you've ever Wait,
1: you said growing.
0: No, groin.
1: No, you didn't. <laughs> there was no you said it with a G on the end. There's no G. I know there's no G, but everyone just says growing. No one says groin.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, but you're taking it to a different extreme. Whatever. Okay, it's anyways, groin.
1: I was a bona fide hitting coach. Groin. First of all, our assistant hitting guy, Rob Vanskoich, wasn't there. He had a minor medical procedure, so it was just Brownie and Coach Bates. And so I was like the bona fide third hitting coach. I was like setting up the iPads in the dugout. Oh, and really? I even got so bored, one day I, I kept... Uh, I kept score in the dugout
0: with a, like the actual back of the program or did you just do it? I didn't on the- have
1: an actual score book, but I took one of Bob Guerin's like lineup cards that has both sides and it has like all the slots on it. And I like kept score the whole game.
0: Oh, Cause I think it's in the back of the like program magazine. Yeah. you could
1: have I didn't get a program in the dugout. <laughs> the <laughs> Philly <laughs> fanatic didn't drop one off for me.
0: Did, uh, so Bob just has an endless supply of lineup cards.
1: He's got like three or four of them
0: just in case there's a late scratch or something.
1: Yeah. So I was like keeping score. I was like keeping track of like what pitches they were throwing first pitch to every guy. I was keeping track of how many pitches each guy saw per at bat. I was literally bored out of my mind. So, and that was the only game we lost on the road trip. So I stopped keeping score after that.
0: Okay. So that's not a So do you think you gave, like, were you giving anyone feedback or were you just keeping score? Or I feel like you always give feedback, right? Or you have to be careful about that.
1: No, I, I mean, guys were like coming up to me, like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? I was like, I don't know.
0: But I'm you want to be a coach one day or that's in, like, obviously it's a thought. So is that, are you going to be bored?
1: I mean, I think knowing that I could be playing is different. If If I knew I was a coach and I was going to do that every day, I think it'd be a little different. I even looked at Brownie. I was like, Brownie, how do you do this? Like, I want to fall asleep right now. Really? Like sitting in this chair, watching the game. You mean what
0: I do on a daily basis for your career?
1: (laughs) But I mean, like, again, like I want to be, I could be out there playing and I'm not and like having to sit and watch it's frustrating and the game hits different when you're not
0: playing for me yeah it's different when you were first when we were first together and you were utility and you'd play every few games it was different but now that you play every single day when you're off it's definitely i mean i'm still watching and i'm still following and paying attention but it hits different
1: but yeah so i asked brownie i said how do you do this like god like like sitting here watching is so like hard and he was like this is the fun part he's like <laughs> you should the boring part is when i have to sit at home and watch three hours of video on pitchers and put together all these reports he's like that's the boring part and lots and of dr like, pepper oh, yeah. right and lots of dr pepper brownie loves dr pepper but yeah um, so coach
0: jt is not ready
1: no <laughs> no thank thankfully i got to play uh, well i pinch hit saturday and then got to play on sunday so at least it salvaged the road two day, trip. Two days of the road trip.
0: I know you got hurt pretty much right after I booked my flight to Philly because it was kind of a last minute decision to go to Philly. I was just going to go straight to New York, uh, and then I was kind of
1: wondering if I should even go because yeah. <laughs> you weren't playing. You got to see Catherine though.
0: Yeah, it's good. I love going. I love going to those cities, and I always say when you were with New York, I. I loved New York. It was just, I didn't know that your time was going to, no one knew that your time was going to be cut short. And so I feel like we stayed kind of in our nook, in our little area where we lived and it was the same place for breakfast and the same kind of what we do here now. Mm -hmm. But there wasn't a whole lot of exploring in the city and, and diving in as much as I would have if I knew that we were going to be leaving. So I love going back there. There's definitely a buzz in the city. It's different. It's a totally different vibe. People are so crazy. People are up and moving so early, not knocking LA. People are up early doing stuff, but it's just different. There's just a different feel and it's always good to go back there. And it's fun to see a lot of the staff and people that there's not a lot of people. I feel like still there, obviously coaching staff's entirely different, like
1: well, no, like Eric Langill's still there. Yeah. And uh, that's true. Ricky Bones is still there. Yeah. And um, Rack.
0: Oh, yeah. Rack's Can't forget.
1: There. So there's still some staff people Our there. Our favorite S-
0: security guy. Yeah. Dom's Dom, there. Big
1: Dom's still there. Um, John, John Clancy and Carlos, the dugout guys on the home side. Yeah. I uh, got talked talk to them. Teddy, the security guy on the oh, visiting yeah. side who's been there. Um, gave me a really cool coin, uh, Oh yeah, nine eleven coin. So, um, there's still a lot of people that you run into and see and miss and yeah. it's good to catch up with them. But you also got to, uh, do a nice little scenic training run while you were there.
0: A little jaunt around the city. Yeah. yeah. So I, in the theme of always being late and last minute, I decided to do a... Well, I started my marathon training this past week. So pretty much the setup of it is Tuesday, Thursday, you do three mile-ish runs, three to four miles, just easy training, whatever. Saturday is your ridiculously long run. And since everyone trained for the marathon, this year, the marathon is November 7th. 7th, I I should know this. November 7th and it's obviously different. It's normally in March, but training started in May and it's one of those where you're like, Oh, it's so early. I don't know if I want to train that early. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then Friday night games happen and then you're not wanting to go run at six in the morning on the weekend. So finally decided that it was time to do my first long run. So I did, I have this app called Strava and you can kind of go on there and Almost draw. They have routes available that you can do, but I go in there and kind of just draw a route. Uh, And so I drew kind of like an eight, nine mile route. That's Mm kind of what I wanted to start with, which is absurd and ridiculous for me not being a runner, not trained at all. But I just thought I would distract myself with the sights of the city. So went kind of around Central Park. There's this beautiful. It's the Jackie O Reservoir, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and down along the Hudson and kind of back through the city and it was perfect the weather was perfect and the new york marathon is actually the same exact day so i could tell a lot of people were out doing their training uh kind of through central park and all that so just adds to the city being buzzing
1: yeah if you saw the reel on court's instagram the tiktok <laughs> my first she th- wasn't being a uh <laughs> she wasn't like just lounging around checking out the sites she was actually on a nine mile run through the city while she was recording something the really
0: scary part is so in new york it's a little difficult to run for stoplights, and i ran early enough where it's not that bad but i will say when you're running on
1: sunday right it was sunday morning yeah i pushed back
0: because it was supposed to rain saturday and then it didn't rain uh but it it's hard when you're running i don't know if i feel like i talked about this in episode one which is so long ago but when you're running all your blood just like rushes to your extremities and then if you stop running you get this feeling like you have to shit yourself <laughs> and so it's also hard when you're you go to these stoplights, you have to stop for a brief second and you just have to say nope <laughs> not gonna stop and just keep going or you're gonna be the girl like shitting in a bush Along the Hudson, which is probably probably imagine it's a ticketed offense in the city.
1: It's probably happened. Oh,
0: I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, you should see the things that I saw on the streets in my run. (laughs) Even this morning, I was running kind of around our neighborhood, and there was just a nice big fat pile of vomit on the sidewalk. I was like, "Good for you, you know. You just got to run around it and then and keep going." But yeah, it's full swing training is happening right now. I'd posted actually about our he really jumped right into this. I wasn't ready. I posted about our foundation. So we are an official charity again for the LA Marathon, Ooh. which is super exciting. And that means that we have to form a team of runners that are interested in running either the five K, which is actually a really cool course. It starts at Daughter Stadium um and just kind of winds around through there, around I think it's the police academy yep. right there. Yeah super cool and three miles super easy and you can either run the 5k for us or the la marathon or since we're a charity you're able to unlock the half marathon which you're not allowed to do unless you're affiliated with the charity which is 13 miles which is definitely we're three months out now so that's definitely doable yeah if you want to try i mean the first year i did that and after two and a half weeks you and
1: uh, matt money smith teamed up he ran yes. half and you ran half. he ran yeah. the
0: first half a lot faster than i ran the he second was half he flying he is i mean he's what is he like a six minute miler or something seven minute know. mile
1: he's so fast
0: yeah so it's not to it's not to intimidate you it's three miles you can do so if you join the team and you do the 5k you just have to raise 350 dollars, which is i mean just find 35 friends and ask them for 10 bucks super yep. easy and good math I hope I can do that math.
1: Can you can you show proof of work on that?
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, right. Uh, common Core, or whatever the new math is, I wouldn't be able to do it in that style. But <laughs> And then for the half marathon or the marathon, the fundraising requirement is um, 650. But three months, you have plenty of time. I'm sure you have lots of friends and with social media and asking people to donate. And then we'll have some, I'll share some tier prizes if you reach certain levels of fundraising we have autographed baseballs and jerseys and bats and all of that so and everyone on our team is going to get a jtf baseballism shirt which is cool so i'll be sharing more of this
1: correct me if i'm wrong but isn't there when you run for the charity you get a discounted entry price in, yeah into the race and uh-huh. then that's why like the found the the fundraising is the important part yeah
0: so in lieu of paying the full yeah. race price you are expected to do fundraise. We know what's
1: the full race price do you have any idea i don't even I know i do
0: it just went up on sunday i'll post i'll kind of create like a little post and and share it and then yeah. people can email me and get some more info because I'd love I know it's obviously a weird time of year that it's in November this year but I feel like anyone can do the 5k a lot of families will come out and walk it yeah. bring their strollers bring their kids all of that and their are kids in their strollers Look, everyone, like.
1: everyone's looking for motivation to, yeah. to get outside and exercise I like said I'm working
0: on my summer body it just happens to be almost the end of August <laughs> so I'm starting
1: so if you're looking for that external motivation that little push like here's your chance come run for the foundation sign up raise a little bit of money for a good cause and you get to get outside and exercise and be with a lot of cool people and once you get in this kind of la marathon family it i mean we've we've been a part of it now for what five this It'll is our, fifth, our fourth fourth year and it's just a it's a world that we had no idea existed really yeah until so we we're a part of it. And now it's just fantastic going out there. Um, I believe the 5k is the day before the actual marathon. Uh-huh. It's not the day of, so you can go out in the 5k. And then even if you do the 5k the day before, if you want to come out to the course the next day and root on all the runners at the marathon, it's really, really an awesome experience. They shut down on the streets and you will be mind blown how many people are out running.
0: Yeah. It's really cool. And like you said, the running community in general is just so cool and encouraging. And I'm part of a little run club now. It's really, it's, I said this on the first episode, if you want to go back and listen to my full story and my journey Mm -hmm. to uh, how I started running the LA marathon, I am the last person that should be running a marathon. And so I always try to tell people that like, trust me, I am the person that I, if I just go out and run a mile, that is hard. Like, it's difficult. I give all the advice in the world. I just, it comes with a disclaimer of I'm not one of the pros doing this, but I've done enough to know how I got by. But, yeah, it's getting harder and harder to say, oh, yeah, I'm not really, you know, I haven't really done this before. Da da
1: Yeah, well, people find different reasons to motivate them to get out and run and different things. Like, one of our new guys, one of our new players, Danny Duffy, is a huge runner he just goes on two hour runs he actually walked to the field the other day it's like a nine mile walk oh wow because he just enjoys like being unplugged and getting off the map and like having that time to kind of you know i don't know gather his thoughts and stuff so i mean you do it to help the foundation other people do it for an escape and some people do it to uh you know, because they they want to be in the best shape of their life. There's so many different, I think, right. external motivators. You just got to find yours, find your reason to run. And, and uh, you know, the Justin Turner Foundation is a good reason. <laughs>
0: yeah, we will give you a reason to run. Yeah, it's definitely, it'll get you in shape. And I'll share all my tips and tricks and all of the things along the way to help you not shit yourself and be able to finish the race. <laughs> and there's so many running clubs Uh, around LA that are all free and you can show up and they are on the training schedule even just there's groups there that go and they they're just walkers and they just do a route and they walk every Saturday and it's cool to just find that different type of community obviously you have your friends group and all that but it's fun for me to have a group and just throw myself into a group of people that I don't know and just kind of yeah
1: and you said it already it's such a positive like uplifting like good supportive, energy, yeah. supportive community of runners. Like everyone is just in such a like encouraging space that if you're looking for that, like maybe maybe this is uh, something that you need right now.
0: Yeah. And if you're looking for a way to connect to your city.
1: Then you put on the Los Dodgers all royal <laughs> blue jersey. <laughs> then you
0: put on that jersey. Let's talk about the jersey. Oh
1: man, I don't know how I feel yet.
0: So I will say I think they look better on, which someone mentioned when the little ad was leaked of the jersey. Uh,
1: I actually think I I like the jersey. I actually think I like the jersey. I think I extremely dislike the hat.
0: Yeah, I don't love the hat because it just looks kind of like a hat you would buy. Just it doesn't seem like part of a uniform.
1: I almost feel like they should have put like, the hands like holding up the LA as like our logo or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the I, it just looks like Some of the like, uniform
0: like City Connect uniforms really went out there with the yeah. design and they really took a chance and did something different, which I don't always love because I love the more traditional look, but I think this just reminds me of the spring training jerseys. They are cool and I know a lot of people people are very passionate about it. So they're are like this jersey's fire or they're like this is a huge swing and a miss like we well, I think, didn't do it I so. think that's
1: the point is to kind of like
0: get a buzz going yeah and, yeah in
1: one way or the other but I don't know I think I think I'm actually going to really like the jerseys once we get them on I just I think I'm gonna it's gonna if it, it feels like a little kid wrote Los Dodgers on a hat and they're like okay yeah your hat. it just seemed like there was they put zero. There was, like, zero thought or effort in the hat. They're like, uh, F it. Let's just put Los Dodgers on
0: there. Yeah, I was hoping for black. And I think maybe it's because the Mets brought back their black jerseys. They wore Mm -hmm. them on Friday, which they haven't worn those since you were on the team. I know. You were in that last game. I was telling
1: all the guys, I was like, yeah, those were my last year. It was the last year of the black jerseys. I know. Cohen brought it back, which he had a tweet the other day that was pretty interesting. I I don't know if you want to get into that (laughs) tonight, (laughs) but...
0: oh well it worked let's hope it fades (laughs) after yesterday and then you guys play that i feel like it's just been mets 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 over here's the
1: uh here's the kicker though for these jerseys that i don't think anyone knows is we actually they i think they are issuing like the short pants like the high pants and the socks are white
0: oh very smart. yeah
1: so it's gonna be interesting like
0: so you're wearing them Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. Against the Mets. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're here. There was so much buzz of what they were going to be because I, I feel like the first team started to wear them in April.
1: Yeah. So I, it was
0: just, there was no leaking of anything and what's it going to look like? And it comes with the mural, the City Connect mural. At the yeah, Jonas.
1: Jonas never did a mural that is awesome. We all got a chance to go out. I'm sure everyone saw on social media everywhere today. Yeah, um, the photos. That's in front of the mural. I think it's down the right field line on like level four, right outside the gates. There. I don't know when they're going to unveil it.
0: I think it has a big tarp over it. Right <laughs> yeah, <now. laughs>
1: but uh, Jonas did that. I think in like less than 48 hours, that entire thing. Like he just knocked it out of the park, and obviously we have a history with him and yeah uh you know baby blues barbecue and uh philippe's with kike and i and then you know obviously he did the joe kelly mural um, yeah which everyone and he
0: comes out to our golf tournament and does a painting
1: every year that he auctions while off everyone's live golfing and yeah. um, he did the tops project 70 he he did my card which yeah. is cool to walk off. And he even snuck uh
0: moonshine eating ribs in the front yeah, row. snuck moonshine the baby blues ribs. that car. <laughs> if
1: you, if you have that card and haven't noticed yet, if you look down in the bottom corner, moonshine's like sitting in the stands, eating some ribs with a little bandana on. So I love it. Uh, Jonas is great. Uh, obviously mural turned out really good. Excited for everyone to see it. If you get a chance, go by, check it out.
0: Yeah. And let us know um, what you think of the jerseys. Yeah. I think you posted today. I posted so today comments. um, just really hoping for the Brooklyn throwback and yeah. a black jersey at some point.
1: It's just I it was weird because I feel like I didn't really love Miami's. I didn't really love Boston's. I thought the white I thought the White Sox were awesome. I thought the Diamondbacks White Sox were kill very, it in uniform.
0: But their throwbacks are went, so good.
1: Like the Giants actually like I mean, I thought they were like a nice change up. For them. Like the bright orange and the white, like I didn't hate that, yeah, you know, so um, I don't know, I'll be interested to see what everyone thinks,
0: yeah, for sure,
1: I think I'm gonna like the uniforms, I just again Is it gonna be don't weird don't, to don't let me make your decision, but I don't like the hats,
0: are you excited to put some blue pants on,
1: yeah, i Drew blue pants, because I've never seen blue pants before, and <laughs> I always wanted to see what blue <laughs> pants look like. Do
0: you think that's what the Nike designer said? That's I know, it'll be fantastic. interesting. Some big blue butt out there, you know?
1: Oh, yeah? Is that what you're excited about? Yours. Oh, sure. Here we go.
0: <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes. All right, well, let us know what you think of the jerseys. We'll be sharing about the LA Marathon. Hopefully, you can join us in whatever capacity suits you, and... That's going to do it for this week. We'll work on getting some more guests for you. And friendly reminder to rate and review the podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a little review there. They're so fun for us to read every week when they pop up. So definitely seeing those. And we definitely appreciate those.
1: Thank you all. We'll see you next time.
0: Talk to you next week. Bye.
1: Boom. (laughs) Pum, 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 la Boom! la Boom! Boom! la Boom! Boom!